we are going live. We're almost live. We're going live. All right, we're live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jonathan Kogan Show. I am your host, Jonathan Kogan, and let's get into what we have to get into. Probably should have posted this yesterday, but guess what? I did not. So we did it today. So President Biden, the speech, I am going to give you probably the only apolitical take on the internet, on the internet, because as you know, we aren't divisive. We don't vote for, for politicians. We are apolitical. And so we look at everything as objective as possible. And we just tell the truth is how it is. So Biden's speech, how did it come off? Um, it seemed like the third Reich, like Nazi Germany, and he was an absolute dictator um, and mirrored uh, V for Vendetta and some really creepy stuff um, that only a dictator would do. It was literally like looking at Adolf Hitler giving a speech. The lighting was blood red. His, you've probably seen the meme by now where his fists are up in the air and he's angry and he's yelling and he's telling half the country, 70 plus million voters, that they're a threat to democracy. Well, we're a republic, but whatever. And literally everyone who voted for the opposition, since they control the elites and uh, there's only two parties, they don't let another party in, that anyone who votes for the party that is not his is a threat to the country. Now, he could have united all of us together against a common cause, like, you know, another country, perhaps, like a real threat. But instead, as we predict on this podcast, the elites want to keep us divisive, divided, so we bicker amongst each other. You're seeing like things like civil war trend, and you're seeing MSNBC promote civil war and say it's already here. But the truth is, there are only two parties. There are peasants. There are elites. The mainstream news is the propaganda arm of the elites. They are promoting civil war because they want a civil war. Because if we keep fighting with each other, they can keep restructuring the world in the Great Reset. That's the point. And until people figure out that your enemy isn't a Democrat or Republican or independent or someone who's apolitical, it is the elites. It is Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. It's pretty easy to know that, okay? They're going to keep us divided, whether it's on skin color, on gender, on non-gender, on sex, blah, 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 blah. It does not matter. That is the intent. You should not fall for it, but apparently people are falling for it. Another One funny thing, I'm going to actually, in fact, if you read the transcript of Biden, okay, and I'm going to do this in a little bit and you replace MAGA Republicans with Jews, it sounds like a speech that Adolf probably said in the 1930s. Straight up. Take out MAGA Republicans, put Jews, and you got Nazi Germany, folks. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. Very, when we, in this country, we voted for unity, and we got a a president, President Biden, who's unifying this country like I have never seen in my lifetime. I have never seen a civilization so unified together for a common cause as a country in my life. It was like everything we voted for, we got. And some. Because he promised unity, and we got unity plus unity plus unity to the 10th power. 
he's the most divisive president of all time, all time. I have also never, ever seen a president in my lifetime that talks about the previous president two, two, so, whoa, that was loud in the microphone, two years into their presidency. Halfway through the presidency, there's an obsession about the previous president. I don't remember like Obama doing that. I don't remember Bush doing that. I don't remember Clinton doing that. That's crazy. Like what? You had, you're over halfway, you got halfway into your term and you're still talking about the previous president like every day? That's wild. That is wild. But something he said that was hilarious and I'm gonna play this video. They talk about, or Biden, the administration, they talk about um, people who don't accept the fair elections are a threat to the democracy. Do they think that we're really that dumb that when Trump won in 2016, you were considered a patriot if you said that the elect that 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 Trump was an illegitimate president and that the election was rigged and it was Russia who interfered and he was not the true president and it was he was illegitimate. In fact, Hillary Clinton did an op-ed in the Washington Post that said, "quote." Trump is an illegitimate president and he knows it. Everybody denied the election in 2016, but now if you question the the election, you're a terrorist. And the best way to represent this, this is from Jimmy Dore. It's the beginning. He shares a clip of Keith Olbermann talking about, he gives his spiel when Trump was elected in 2016, just to bring you back to that place of, they're saying election deniers are such a threat to democracy. If you question a, a fair and free election, you are a threat. Let's see what the side that is saying that said in 2016 when they lost. This is hysterical. I mean, <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. Okay. Here we go. Keith Overman, Jimmy Dore shows from 2016 when, uh, when Trump won and Hillary lost. Just take a listen. So I just want to remind people that after the 2016 election, everybody in America who voted for Hillary Clinton said the election was stolen. And here is here's Keith Olbermann. Here's one of the he's just this is one typical example of how unhinged and crazy the people who voted for Hillary Clinton were. This brave rebel here. Brave rebel. (laughs) We are at war with Russia. Hmm. Or perhaps more correctly, we have lost a war with Russia without a battle. We are no longer a sovereign nation. We are no longer a democracy. We are no longer a free people. We are the victims of a bloodless coup. So far, a bloodless coup coup. engineered by Russia, which if we did it to another country, would be described as an act of war. And in this country, we have conceded defeat. The nation and all of our freedoms hang by a thread. And the military apparatus of this country is about to be handed over to scum who are beholden to scum, Russian scum. As things are today, January 20th will not be an inauguration, but rather the end of the United States as an independent country. It will not be a peaceful change of power. It will be a usurpation. And the usurper has no validity, no credibility, (laughs) and no authority under the Constitution. He is not a president. He is a puppet put in power by Vladimir Putin. And those who ignore these elemental existential facts Democrats or Republicans are traitors to this country. (laughs) So if you don't think that the 2016 election 
was stolen by Russia. According to Keith Olbermann, you are a traitor to this country. And everybody thought like him. <laughs> you know who else thought like him? Here Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, this is in the Washington Post. Trump is an illegitimate president. Hillary Clinton dismissed President Trump as an illegitimate president and suggested that he knows that he stole the 2016 presidential election in a CBS News interview to be aired on Sunday. That's in the Jeff Bezos Democracy Dies in Darkness Washington Post. Stop the steal? <laughs> They think you're stupid. They think you're so dumb that you can't remember anything that happened in real life. That is crazy. That is completely unhinged. And don't forget, Jimmy Dore is a real Democrat, okay? And as we've talked about on this podcast, Democrats are just right, are, are definitely right to center parties. I mean, the Democrats now are pro-war, pro-military industrial complex, pro-Wall Street, and anti-worker. That's not what a Democrat usually was. Okay? That's usually what a Republican was. But Biden hates the average American. He hates the working class. He only cares about <laughs> college-educated suburban people, it seems like. It's crazy, but that's not what we're getting into. That is how things were in 2016, and people forget that. <laughs> Do you believe that that's what he said in 2016? But someone who questions it in 2020 is a terrorist. But if you question it in 2016, you're a patriot. That is where this world has come to. It is bananas souffle. It's unbelievable. Okay, so let's get to somebody else's take. So Dave Portnoy, Barstool Sports, um, represents an interesting class of people like uh, – I'd say he, he he really captures like the millennial, like males and females, but like millennials went to college, kind of like, I don't know, the kind of like the average American sort of thing, like maybe who are college educated, not the average American, I shouldn't say that. Um, so I don't know, maybe upper middle class, I guess, type of crew, like fraternity. It's weird. I don't know. But it's a large group of people. And he usually agrees with... Um, Democrats on a lot of stuff. He was very, very pro-choice and was very, you know, was like, we need to get behind the Democrats, can't support this, is pro-life, not right. That's not what we're going into today. You can make your own decision on that. But I want you to hear his take, which uh, he's very favorable uh, towards Democrats often. And he <laughs> talks about on Twitter his, uh, the, the, the speech or, or the meme he talks about. Uh, just take a, take a listen because he's got a funny take on it. Okay, uh, I always say I hate talking politics because no matter what, one extreme will fucking come for your throat no matter what you say. Uh, but here I am, talking politics, sort of. Uh, as much as I say I hate it, I don't know, I'm glutton for punishment. So I'm minding my own business last night, watching college football, had Tennessee uh, for 50 dimes, one easy, gave it out, no big deal, 50 grand, big deal. And these images, I'm not watching what Biden's speech, I didn't even know he had a fucking speech. But all these images come out. And my God, the man looks like uh, Nazi Germany with a dash of Cold War Soviet Union with a dash of Dwight Schrute. No revolution is worth anything unless it can defend itself. With a dash of Hunger Games, just like the biggest dictator looking set ever. Surreal. It's surreal. It's actually like laugh out loud funny because you know how much money politicians especially the president, spend on everything like 
staging, hair, makeup, lighting, and they come up with this. They come up with this set. <laughs> Pictures going viral. And today, we have Democrats defending it, being like, it wasn't that bad if you're focused on this. Um, I just retweeted a guy who's like, oh, what? Uh, president's never spoken with the military behind him with like a picture of George Bush in the middle of the day with like a Navy like aircraft carrier, an American flag. It looked actually great. And this is my point. If you can't look at the photos and the imagery that came out from Biden last night, and without a doubt, it was the worst staging in the history of American politics. They always talk about the debate with what, Nixon, Kennedy, Nixon's like sweating. I don't know. I wasn't born. This man, our president, looked like fucking Hitler. I'm not saying he's Hitler. I didn't really even listen to a lot of the speech. He looked like fucking a caricature. He looked like Hitler. <laughs> if you're a Democrat and you can't admit how awful and how bad and how big of a misstep that was and almost laugh at it, then you're a demented brain. That's all I want to say. <laughs> if you're arguing that, no, that wasn't a big deal. Who cares? What are we talking about? The imagery. No, no, no. That matters. And I'll be using campaign. In fact, if you're Biden, you should probably, instead of all your dumbass tweets, you should probably tweet like a joke like, man, I look like the H-man last night. But if you are that stuck in your views, and it happens both ways, where you can't objectively be like, holy fuck, who did, who did that? Well, then your brain's fucking broken because that was the worst imagery of all time. Our president looked like fucking Hitler. And anyone who says otherwise is full of shit. And that's why politics suck. You have people arguing like, what? What are you talking about? I didn't see anything wrong. Of course you did. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, it was really bad. I mean, let's get into the speech and let's take out MAGA Republicans and just say Jews. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. The Jews represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I want to be very clear, very clear up front. Not every Jew, not even a majority of Jews are orthodox, I guess. Oh, I guess uh, people. Not every person, not um, not even a majority of people are Jews. Not every person embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream people. But there's no question that the other party is dominated, driven, and intimidated by the Jews. And that is a threat to this country. These are hard things. But I am an American president, not a president of Red America, Blue America, for all Americans. That's something that. Obama used to say, and you know, he wanted to get a cheer out of that. I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. We've never been told the truth. We're never told the truth. They don't tell the truth to peasants. And here in my views, what's true? Jews do not respect the constitution, do not believe in the rule of law. They did not recognize the will of the people and refused to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now as I speak in state after state to give power to the side elections in America, to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers and undermining democracy itself. The Jewish forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and they fanned the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, to the pursuit of justice, the rule of law, the very soul of this country. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you not see by now that the number one tactic of what's going on with the elites is projection? Everything they tell you someone else is, is actually who they are. 
when they say they promote authoritarian leaders, they are the authoritarians. There's only been another time where we've experienced this authoritarianism. I mean, we have for a while, but like this level of like reshaping the world. And that was Jimmy Carter, which also coincided with the global elites trying to do a great reset again. But it stalled and it didn't work. And now they're trying to do it again with Biden as a puppet. I mean, this is no longer a conspiracy for anyone who thinks this is a conspiracy. It's obviously not a conspiracy. I mean, go read about the Great Reset. Go listen to the WEF and what they're saying in front of your face, okay? Just go look at their website and how they want to put a chip under your skin so they know how you feel under your skin. Go read about Yuval Noah Harari who says he needs to control everything under your skin. We're going to make you into a transhumanism or transhuman. This is... The worst, I swear, this is the worst optics presidential speech that I've seen in my lifetime. It has to be ever. It came off as dictator, authoritarian tyranny. And there is one war going on in this world today, if we're going to be honest, because someone needs to be honest in this world, and that is freedom for the people and tyranny for the elites, okay? Which one? You have elites that are making the the decisions for you and you rely on this huge centralized power of big corporations and centralized government or we become the people decentralized and we have the power. They are turning off the energy. They are taking control of the food, manufacturing a food shortage. All of this because it all stems from Henry Kissinger who came up with the report that says if you control the resources, you control the people. If they control your food, they control you. If they control your energy, they control what you do. They want you to have an electric car, not because they care about the environment. They want to have control over the grid and they can turn it all off. They're controlling people's thermostats right now. Go read it. It's in Denver, but it's everywhere. There's articles all over the place. They just can't focus on themselves. They have to control all of us. It's disgusting. It's wrong. And we must resist. Resist. No, seriously, we got to resist. We can't. And on a previous podcast, you can go check it out. It's about the climate emergency. Before you even started hearing about the climate dictatorship, how did we know that? Wow. Again, we did it again on the John the Kogan show. What a shock. Crazy. But it's called like climate dictatorship or like Dictatorship Joe, go listen to that, where we knew that through Bill, uh, was it 4350? I forget which one it was, where he was going to use emergency um, uh, powers to try and create this dictatorship. And they are really terrified of losing. It, here's what's going on. If the current regime, the establishment, I'm not even saying Democrat or Republican, but the establishment, because... I'd say the 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 what he refers to as the mainstream Republicans, they're on the same team as the mainstream Democrats. It's really populist versus establishment. If establishment wins in the midterms, we are going to be ruled by tyranny. That's it. If they don't, we can stall it. And then I it'll be really interesting to what happens. So what's going to happen in the next couple months or you know a little over that until we find out who wins that election some pretty crazy stuff and we're going to make a prediction on this podcast that's going to sound absolutely insane but as you know from our track record we're really good at predicting the future so here we go this is crazy this is wild but i find it to be true because i see all the signals they are saying they project 
they project what they're going to do. So they're projecting violence, no violence, violence. So they're going to set up false flags. Now, I think they're going to set up the, the most massive false flag possible because they are on their last leg. They're losing grip. Almost the whole world has woken up to the tyranny by now. And they're really losing the grip. So what are they going to do? I think they're going to go all out before the midterms. I truly think this is crazy. And I hope I'm wrong. I think that they are going to pull an assassination of Biden. And that person who kills him is a MAGA Republican, a Trump supporter. It's going to be someone that they frame to do that. It'll be like deep state stuff. But they're going to, it's going to look in the main, main, mainstream media as a MAGA Republican killing Biden. Because Biden, we know, has dementia and he's going anytime soon. They don't need him anymore. He lost his grip. They're going to have a fake MAGA Republican assassinate Biden. And that's going to allow the establishment to use all of, they have a, what is the establishment? The government has what? A monopoly on violence. That's their power. They have a monopoly on violence. So you don't want to play violence into their hand. You don't want to use violence because that's playing right into the establishment's hands. But if they frame an assassination of a president or other, other type of violence acts, they can then use violence against the people. And that's where their power lies. So if they pull this off and the narrative works, well, then they can use force against us. And that's what they want to do. That's what they want to do. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. Let's just be honest what's going on here. Okay. This is the great reset. They're trying to rule us over with tyranny. They're trying to overthrow the constitution and bill of rights. That's what's happening. Okay. That's an apolitical objective, honest point of view that not everyone's saying because they don't want to tell the truth. It's scary and it is frightening, especially for you know future children and young people, but we need to speak the truth. So that's what's happening. That's what I predict is going to happen. All of a sudden, a MAGA Republican is going to kill Biden in the next month and a half because Biden's probably already dying from cancer and dementia and whatever. Let's hope that doesn't happen, but there's going to be some sort of violent false flag and it'll be a, a MAGA Republican attacking the establishment or attacking a Democrat. It is textbook. They are setting it up. It is so obvious. I think you probably already know that, but if you don't and then you see this prediction come true, well, we'll just continue telling the truth on the John the Kogan show. And then maybe you'll share with a friend and then we'll get more people part of our community and we will continue telling you what's going to happen before it happens so you can prepare what the mainstream doesn't want you to do. They want you to be reliant, reliant on the centralized elite authorities. They don't want you to make your own decisions and go on and do it. No, you're too stupid. You're too dumb to make important decisions. They, the experts, know all the answers. And by the way, just to prove that's what their plan is, you've all know Harari in his speech not too long ago said something really profound that kind of relates to the previous podcast about the pandemic, which is he said, science, he said this, science is not, a, not about finding the truth. It's not about being in search for the truth. That's not what science is. Science is about power. He looks at science as power. This whole pandemic was a scientific play by the elites to gain power over your life because they're losing grip with the internet and crypto and all that stuff. That's what it is. He even says they don't hide anything. They do it in plain, in plain sight. Go look up. You've all know Harari. Science is power. Now, as a peasant, you would think, oh, science is in search of the truth. That's what we all thought. 
But no, according to Klaus Schwab and WEF, science is actually power. That is messed up. Think about that. So they think you're too stupid to remember what happened in 2016. They think you're too stupid to make decisions in 2022. They think you're really too stupid to realize that a V for Vendetta speech by a dictator who says he's the president of the United States who hates half the country is normal. No, 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 no. We must come together as the people. We must not fight with each other. We must realize that if we were not at that speech, we are all, in fact, on the same team. And this is going everywhere across the world. This isn't just in America. Europe's losing their power. Germany's not going to be able to heat their homes. Australia's a dictatorship. New Zealand's all messed up. This is a worldwide reset, and we need to rise together as the people. We must resist. When you walk into somewhere and they want you to put on a mask, say no. They say, they go, you need to. I don't have one. Make them search for it. And when everybody does that, 15 people later, they're just not going to ask anymore. We need to push back. Don't put on the mask before you walk in and be a good boy, good girl. No, make it difficult. Make it hard. Let's take our freedoms back peacefully. Okay? Not so hard. That Democrat you don't like, that Republican you don't like, well, actually, you do like them. The people in power, those are the people you may not like. So get the facts straight, okay? Use the brain. Use the critical thinking. We're not in civil war with each other. We're in a little kind of war with the elites. That's the only war going on here. And we push back. Don't buy from a big chain store. Go buy from a local mom and pop shop. Redistribute your wealth to local restaurants and local um, stores and whatnot. Don't buy from Amazon. Buy from a local place. Order offline from a, a, a B2C company that is, you know, five people in a garage selling, I don't know, pants. That is how you fight back. It's economically and it's peacefully. Redistribute where your money goes. Don't pay the establishment. Don't pay big business. Go to localized business. Go to local businesses. Go to local restaurants. Support them. That is how we combat this and win. So it's a crazy, crazy speech. It was wild. I mean, it was the most dictator, bad looking speech I've ever seen. I think Dave put it perfectly. He looked like Adolf Hitler. We got to call it what it is. He looked like Adolf Hitler. If you simply put a Adolf Hitler ugly, ugly mustache on his face and continue the speech in the video, it's like watching Hitler. I imagine it's what it was in the Third Reich. I imagine that is what it was. I mean, it's identical. So it's not looking good. Okay. It's not looking good. We could change this. It's populist, which they hate because you're not part of the establishment. And you want to be free. They don't like your freedoms. And there's establishment. People who think they're on Team Democrat, but it's actually the establishment are really stupid. And you should try waking them up. Maybe send this to them. Because we're not Republican. Maybe they'll listen to someone who's apolitical. I don't know. That's what we're trying to do. Those are the hardest people to reach. Like Rob Ryan or whatever. He's, his Twitter account's like a, like a fake. It's almost like a parody account. It's unbelievable. Totally in the mass formation. But it's okay. We need to slowly get to the people. So please share this with one person. Subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan Show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anything. Five-star review helps us circumvent the algorithm. So that really helps. I really appreciate it. And if you've been listening to this podcast, I appreciate you. I love you. I really, really do. It's amazing. So that's all I got to say about the dictator speech. That was the worst-looking speech in the history of presidents, the United States of America, times 50 million. And yeah, 
don't blame. It's not Biden. It's the real owners. It's the owners that really run the country. Biden's just a little, you know, figure they use, right? Because they have blackmail on him because he, you know, like probably did bad stuff to little kids. Who knows? Shout out Epstein Island. Okay. That's all I got for this one. Be back with the next segment. Against, again, again, against, again, again. Subscribe to the Jonathan Kogan show. Share it. I can't speak. Share it with one person. And uh, yeah, five-star rating if you like it. If not, move on, baby. Just trying to help the people. All right. I love you. Have an amazing day, an amazing night, an amazing afternoon. It doesn't matter where you are in this world. We love you. We're happy to have you in the community. And until next time, stay free. All right. Thanks for listening. Much appreciated. One love.